I'm Ryan Nidell, host of 15 Minutes to Freedom, your daily action guide to getting shit done. In today's Sunday episode, we have a book review. The book review of The Coaching Habit, Say Less, Ask More, and Change the Way You Lead Forever by Michael Bungay Stanier. So admittedly, I picked up this book because I was going down the path of I call it life optimization coaching. I don't really like personal development coaching. Don't know what the right term is. But I bought the book based off of seeing the word coach, coaching in the subject, title, whatever you want to say, and just figured like this would have to make an impactful shift in my coaching practice. Now again, I paid mentors and coaches myself for a series of years to help benefit and help propel my career the way that I want it to ultimately go. So it's a unique thing where everybody's kind of jumping into this coaching space, I feel. And maybe that's because I'm just more aware of it. I feel like a lot of people are jumping into coaching that haven't spent actual time, energy, effort, or money, that's part of this, on coaches. Not saying you can't inherently be, you know, the, the hand of God or whatever it would be. Your intuition hasn't led you down that path. But part of optimizing your life is also, in my opinion, learning from others how to do that. And in that, you know, Sure, reading is a part of it. And maybe reading this book would help propel you down that path. Either way, whether you're a coach, a leader, gosh, a a general manager, a sales manager, somebody that has a position of power, I will say this book would be massively impactful for you. Even if really, if you're not even a leader, I mean, some of the questions in here would be great, even if you're in sales, just to reframe a conversation to allow you to have the position of power. And that's really what this book does for me. You see, the, the... Author of the book, Michael Stanier, also owns a company called Box of Crayons. So Box of Crayons ends up dictating and and really going down this path of all these questions on a day-to-day basis inside their organization. And so some of the questions in here are really, really cool to me. Like, let me just run through like the table of contents, because I think if it doesn't get you anxiously motivated, then this book just isn't for you. Because when I first read this, I'm like, man, what is the kickstart question? What's the awe question, A-W-E? What's the focus question? A foundation question, a lazy question, the strategic question, the learning question. Like there's seven chapters, 185 pages of just the questions and the phrasing around the questions that can lead you down a different path with someone you're trying to get information out of. And that's how the book starts is that you need a coaching habit. Like it's easy, especially if you're running an organization to sit down and say like, oh, I'm coaching or I'm training. But a lot of the coaching and training gets mundane. Like when I was running automotive dealerships, it was this mandatory thing. Like we're going to run training. It's going to be every Tuesday and Thursday from 9 a.m. to 9.45. And because it was so structured and so boring and there were not impactful questions asked, you could see very quickly, the guys that were motivated when they first sat down, the guys that would tune out after 15 or 20 minutes, and the ones that made it all the way through. And there was a very unique plethora of individuals going down this path. Now, admittedly, back then, I didn't know books like this existed. Or if I did, I didn't care to search them out. So part of the book that starts out, and it's a pretty cool structure in this book, you go from massively large font, like I don't even know how to guess the font, like 25 point font on some pages that have these impactful messages and then down into regular, you know, 12 or 14 point font. 
So as the book starts, it's everyone knows that managers and leaders need to coach their people. It's like, man, that's just, when I stop and I'm in that moment, I'm reading that, it's like, man, I don't know if I ever really coached people before. Like, sure, maybe inside of the media company now, GSD, with a handful of guys I have working with me, I guess there's some sort of ongoing coaching, but not really. Like, I want to see them level up their lives, and it's the strangest thing to say. I want all of them to be around me for as long as I possibly can. Like, I want to arrive at this, say, imaginary promised land of just endless abundance and impacting millions of people's lives, and I want them next to me because I value what they've done so far, and they have crazy stuff that they add to my life every day. But the opposite side of that is I hope they grow and outpace where I'm going. Like Kurt, as he sits across from me, has a, a t-shirt company, a lifestyle company called Barely Fly, which is cool as shit to me. Logo's awesome, all these things. Like, good message behind it. Hell of a guy. Like, I want him to come in one day and like, look, man, I just made ten grand yesterday selling on my apparel. You've been awesome, but go fuck yourself. I'm out on my own. Like, that's a win for me. Which is weird, and I digress. You know, it has nothing to do with the book, but in the coaching and training people, it's like, am I coaching people to become a better version of themselves, or am I coaching for self-serving and self-soothing reasons? And this book starts to draw that out of me. Because sure, it's easy to like sedate yourself with like training and mandatory things because it makes us feel better for ourselves. But is it a benefit to the people that we're actually around? So again, one of the big font pages is you're probably not getting very effective coaching and you're probably not delivering very effective coaching. Goes back to the warrior stuff I talk about or unleash the king, however you want to say it now, is how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're not willing to invest in coaches or do things yourself, you're also then not able to be an effective coach. Like just logical. Like if we'll take it to the gym because that's a very easy thing for me. If you see a trainer that happens to be significantly overweight that does not have some sort of medical issue that doesn't look like he's ever picked up or she has picked up a weight in their life but sits there and is trying to educate you on how you should work out and train do you feel as their message is as impactful as the guy that's got you know or the girl that's got the idealistic physique for you I know I wouldn't I'm gonna go with the guy that looks like he knows what he's doing and for me, guy, not not girl. I've never had a, a woman trainer. Not that I have anything against them, just it hasn't been my my path in life. So there's all these things throughout this book. Like I want to get into some of the questions. I'm trying to flip through it so I don't butcher what the questions actually are. Because the questions become impactful. So there's how to build a habit. Well, that's obvious, you know, basically consistency. So we'll start with the kickstart question. That's the first one of the seven questions. So in this, you'll discover the power of an opening question that gets the conversation happening fast and deep. And in this chapter, you go back and forth of like how all the small talk that we set up, right? How many times in your life do you have small talk? You, you, you tiptoe around. We know there's something impactful going on that you know there's that thing you have to address you don't really want to. And you try to you know, just set it up just so. Well, in this, the kickstart question is what's on your mind? Let's think about that for a second. Like, what is on your mind is such a crazy way to ask somebody a question that they have to ultimately answer, and you can just keep going with that and take it deeper with the three Ps, the the projects, the people, and the patterns. Like, 
asking those questions based around projects, people, and patterns, especially inside of an organization where you're asking people like, what's going on with the project? What's going on with people? What's going on with the pattern that's involved with this? That starts to shine light on it. And in this book as well, there's, there's actual action guides in the back of every chapter. So it, it's an easy way to start retaining this. The next question that seems to matter to me is the awe question. And awe is A-W-E. And awe is not really awe. It's and what else. So I use this particular series of questions all the time in my coaching. The most of the time that people that we're coaching, training, trying to help at the surface level, it's just that it's surface. But when you keep asking and what else, their subconscious breaks down the walls that they put up to make it so they start sharing what's really going on. Perfect example. If you would have asked me this morning, I was just not happy about some stuff that went on the night before. Some stuff in, I don't know the sequential order of the episodes that will come out, but there's an episode that will launch or has launched about the power of perception. So I'd encourage you to listen to that prior to this little part. Press pause, go back and listen to it. It's weird for me to ask you to bounce between episodes, but if you haven't heard it, go, go listen to it. But in that, if I'm like, I'm pissed off, didn't get enough sleep last night, I'm mad about the fact that I don't have Gianna with me today, there's things. But then as I'm going through my own series of questions, I keep saying, and what else, and what else, and what else to myself, which is again a little bit deeper down the rabbit hole than I expect most people to go. I'm really not mad at the situation. I'm mad at myself for the way that I allowed the situation to go. So I'm not mad at anybody else. I'm not mad at Lindsay's ex-husband or Lindsay or anybody. I'm mad at me. That takes a series of asking and what else over and over and over again to get to the point of knowing that to be real. So all throughout this book, there are questions that become massively impactful when you allow them to be through a coaching practice or training practice. Like the foundation question. Like, what do you want? Like, it seems so simple, right? Like, you're sitting there coaching and training somebody. Well, what do you want? What do you want for yourself? What's the desired outcome? You know, but we, especially taking the the life optimization coaching out of it and just getting back into that corporate mindset that I used to have, everything was self-serving. Like, I'm training the guys in automotive sales techniques because I want more sales. I'm not really concerned about them as a person or what they're going through in that moment. I'm only focused on the bottom line. Well, this book has you ask questions that weave in and out of the bottom line with some of the things that could be going on in their life so that you can actually start to make an impact on the success metrics that you put forth. Like The Coaching Habit is a great, great, great book. And it's a Wall Street Journal bestseller. Like it's super, super light, super quick, super easy. Again, I've read it enough times that I don't have a committed a memory from the fact of the flow of the book, but I've implemented the questions in my daily life. No, I don't have all seven down pat. Like I couldn't reiterate to you all seven in sequential order, know that they're ingrained in my subconscious. What I do know is the fact of I've implemented the pieces that serve me and I'm doing them on a daily basis. To me, that is the benefit of reading books like this or like any book is taking those nuggets and pearls of wisdom and applying them to your life and seeing if it levels up or not. So to wrap up today's episode, 
if you are in a management position or a sales position or in some sort of coaching practice, or you just want to know how to better frame up questions for people in your life, The Coaching Habit is a great, simple, fun book to read that gives you action guides to implement the trainings from the book. I highly recommend The Coaching Habit, and I hope you give me some feedback if you read it yourself. Once you've read it and you've implemented it, you'll be able to get shit done. <laughs>